The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, we can be exactly what we need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. He said it, man. That's three weeks in a row. Four weeks. I know. I know. He can't be taught. We are the Intrepid Trio. Oh, wait. This is a different show. We are the Intrepid Trio. Um, I almost want to play. Y- y- y'all have heard the, the Weeby Geeks intro? Yeah. Yes. It's kind of got that Dark Angel vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starship Trooper meets Dark Angel. And that's another series that I cannot find streaming anywhere. Dark Angel? Yep. It is not streaming. I could buy the seasons. Right. From Amazon or from, or I could buy the DVDs from Amazon. What's the fun in that? But I, I can't stream it. There, there's no streaming. Oh. I'll have to double check iTunes, but I don't believe it's sold on iTunes, the seasons, because I still yeah. got to finish the final season. There was only two seasons, I think. You know what? I didn't even realize it was only two seasons. It seemed like it went, it ran longer than that. I thought it did too. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. It has happened before. Dark Angel is not the link i wanted oh no there we go that's the link i wanted uh two seasons 43 episodes huh. yep. maybe it's because each episode each season was like had just a, a ton of episodes then mm-hmm. yeah because i think we're kind of like more used to like you know like 13 episodes or yeah i i, I think that i know this is what's happening now like if i look at older okay like if i go through older shows like right now i'm uh, going through which one is it? Airwolf, and so like back then, a standard season was twenty to twenty-four. Yeah, you know. But I um, mean, ne- this day and age of like Netflix binging, mm-hmm. you know, at least a season that's only like thirteen or like one division was like nine. Yep. I think we just you know crashed right into a back in my day. Well, Season's twenty something episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, um, because of work and everything, I got as far as I th- looking at the descriptions briefly. I got through episode thirty four, 
And I remember this one distinctly because here's what it says as the brief synapses for that episode on Wikipedia. <laughs> to pay for a cure that will allow her and Logan to be together, Max agrees to break into the vault where the surviving footage of Star Wars Episode Seven was stored after the pulse shut down filming. <laughs> VII is seven, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Joshua. So she, she was getting the Force Awakens. Joshua encounters the Delhi Manticore creation called Gazimir, which I thought was a great nod to Looney Tunes. Uh, mm-hmm. This episode debut. This episode aired February first, two thousand two, and they're talking about surviving footage of Star Wars Episode Seven. Maybe this was a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that. And that's as far as I got. I never got a chance to finish the season. It doesn't work. So, yeah. Anyway, we're talking Marvel. <laughs> um, start off with a few things before we hit the nitty gritty. Announced yesterday, both Deadpool movies have been added to Disney's owned streaming service. So Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are now available on uh, on Hulu. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It would be Hulu. I couldn't see them adding it to Disney Plus. I, this first paragraph just has got me, as I'm scanning it to try and like paraphrase it, it, it had me lost. There, this is from comicbook.com. There may not be any big news on Deadpool 3 front just yet, but Ryan Reynolds, um, but the Ryan Reynolds Marvel franchise just got a lot easier to watch. Both uh, DP and DP2 have finally made, have been made available on the same streaming service. Disney owns the Deadpool films, but as we know, the movies don't fit into the family-friendly vibe of Disney Plus at all. Fortunately, Disney also runs Hulu. The company has made it the new streaming home for the one and only Wade Wilson. So there we go. So get your uh, buy the bundle makes it cheaper. You get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu for like fourteen bucks a month. Trick you you pay two thirds the price of Disney Plus, two thirds the price of Hulu. Highlands frozen. Mm. Just realize that, but you get ESPN Plus for a penny. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's so worth it. So yeah, uh, as I was saying, Hulu, best thing to do if you can, it's like fourteen fifteen bucks for the month. Get the bundle. Hulu, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, because you pay about two thirds of the price of Disney Plus. You pay almost two thirds the price of Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then ESPN Plus is a penny. Literally, and if you have penny. ESPN Plus, you get, uh, what's it, UFC game, uh, UFC matches. So, you know, hey, yeah, but, that. but the paper, but like the big UFC 260, 2016, 75, uh, whatever. You you still pay for those pay per views. You don't even you. Know, I thought I thought the pay per views nope. were. Nope, you still uh, pay for the pay per view. Okay. I think it's a reduced price because of plus. Right. But you get everything. You you get all the other UFC stuff. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool two, Modok, Hellstrom, uh, uh, Hit Monkey, Hit Monkey's coming. Yes. Hit monkey. I still can't believe that's actually coming out. Um, uh, we we watched I watched the first two episodes tonight. It's out. Oh. Oh. Oh, I, I know what I'm oh, gonna be watching tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, it 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 is like when they say that it's the most violent show 
that Disney or that Marvel has done you, without question. Well, I mean, you're talking about a monkey assassin. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to be just serving tea and biscuits. Oh, no, 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 no. But I like tea and biscuits. Then you don't want to watch that show or fix you some and drink the tea and eat the biscuits while watching it. Tea well, you know, and it's not like monkey. he's not. Sounds like a deal to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> It could I mean, be worse. that monkey isn't pointing bananas at people either, so, you know. It could be worse. I could go, get monkey. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can we talk to the the company that that uh, set him up with this and, and get them to like remotely dial it back just a little? But <laughs> <laughs> dial the machine, dial the pads back, or dial me back? Dial you back. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for you to give yourself a DJ name. Mm. Uh oh, MKMC. There you go. MCMK. Actually, I kind of like that. Yeah. MCM key in the house. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. I- I'm sorry. I really am. I just. If any of you are listening to this podcast for the very first time. <laughs> yes. We're sorry. This is pretty much business as usual. Oh, my gosh. MCM We're sorry. That's. Do we have? I mean, it, it, I, I wouldn't. I, I would like to see MC Emke fit in with the show title in some way. I'm just saying uh, that's a possibility. And by the way, if you are listening to this podcast for the very first time, welcome. Um, and just a heads up, we have more tangents than a uh, high school geometry class. <laughs> We do occasionally talk about Marvel, which occasionally we'd, we'd kind of like to. Yeah. Oh, where's my phone? Phone's in the other room. But um, can I open this? I do this. Anyway, uh, so yeah, check that out. Big announcement on the uh, on the Hellabus Holiday Dropbox. That's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple things are changing because I found out from Summer. Okay. Yeah. The following items that we had uh-huh. are are low in inventory, and we're trying to find stuff that's higher in inventory. So whoever doesn't, for those who entered, if you still wanted something that was in the box, you can still get. So we had the Nick Flurry push. Nick Flurry. Nick Fury plush, low inventory, so that's not gonna be added. And the Agents of Shield mini mates we were going to do. Low in stock, so it's not gonna be added. But I will say the following are taking its place. A Nick Fury Captain Marvel from the Captain Marvel movie. Nick yeah. Fury Funko. Oh. Nice. And there will be a Marvel mystery item. So it is one of, from their site, a Marvel mystery blind bag of some sort. Okay. Whether it's a blind box for hero clicks or 3D phone figure or keychain or a lapel pin or something, it'll, it'll be a, a Marvel blind bag or two added to the, added to this. I think okay. he totally missed a uh, a potential opportunity there to name those a journey into mystery bag. Oh, Ooh. oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I hear you. 
Um, but I will say through Tuesday, um, depending on how quick Kylan can get me these show notes for this episode, uh, depends on how many days you have left on this issue. Uh, ending Tuesday, November 23rd, Wookiee Radio is giving away a copy of the Star Wars Life Day cookbook. Can I enter? Um, I will send you the preview PDF copy that we got. Okay. I'll send that on to both of y'all so you can have it before you can get your own. Cool. There is some great stuff in it. There is a great, like, Wookiee-inspired beef stew in this thing. I can see we. I I can fix this for Thanksgiving. Take it over to my mom and dad's. Son, what's this? It's Wookie Stew, Dad. Well, it's actually called Bantha Surprise. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But it's like a beef stew. Bantha Surprise. But in it is a green bean casserole recipe. Mm -hmm. It's like your normal, like you would prepare your your normal green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. But you add shredded cheddar cheese to it, so it's a cheesy green bean casserole. I think you just described my cousin's green bean casserole recipe. Really? You I can think. now tell them it's in a Star Wars cookbook. Is is yes. there out of this world? Is there a B. Arthur Arthur inspired recipe in that cookbook? That's what uh, I want to know. I haven't paid attention to it completely, but I think it's funny. A show that George Lucas wants complete to disappear from the earth. The events around that story have become a staple now at Galaxy's Edge. There is a Marvel comic book coming out next week. It's a Star Wars one-shot, Star Wars The Life Day Special, <laughs> which that story is canon. The cookbook, which is narrated by Cookie, who is the owner of Docking Bay 7 from Galaxy's Edge, from Black Spire Outpost, making the cookbook essentially canon with with the stories and tales. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that Bantha's surprise is canon? Yep. Okay. All right. So is the blue milk, the blue, the, the Bantha blue milk hot chocolate. Okay. It's a, it's a hot white chocolate drink. That's where the... The white chocolate has been dyed blue before melting to make a, a blue milk look hot chocolate. Okay. Served with a cream cheese frosting. Well, okay. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway. Uh, moving right along. Since we're talking Disney Plus, what was y'all's take of everything announced by Disney Plus and Are everything we- that we saw? Are we talking? This is uh, one of our fantastic four takeaways. Uh, not, not at the takeaways yet. Just okay. overall opinion. Okay, overall opinion. Um, I think they're going to ha- to have a hard time following through on the promise. Okay, simply because they have promised so much. There's a lot. And for those who don't know. Yes, we love Marvel. Comics, MCU, games, collectibles, whatever. We don't sugarcoat our opinions. We will show tough love where it is appropriate. Here's here's what I think, because I believe that they greatly under-communicate a lot of things. Um, My gut says we're getting one, maybe two series between January and May. Mm. That's just that, that, that I, I don't know why, but I just feel like 
after after Spider Man No Way Home. I I believe. Okay, we got Morbius in there, but Morbius is to me I count Morbius the way at least okay I count Morbius the way I counted the first uh Venom movie or even the second Venom the same way. Yeah, it was MCU adjacent. Now, the second Venom movie, because of what happened at the end, that pulled it directly into the MCU. But Morbius, to me, is one of those. I don't count it as full-on MCU content. It's MCU adjacent. It's adjacent. But that being said, that's why I say from January to... Because May is when um, uh, Doctor Strange comes out, right? Is that May? Uh, I believe it's been pushed back. So it's no... no longer it's no longer may uh hang on i'm looking i'm looking it is it is supposedly may 6th okay so from january to may there that's not gonna happen they're not gonna go five months with no content at all no, no. nothing marvel related that's why i think we're going to get at least two series uh, I think that we'll probably get an announcement of one after or towards the end of Hawkeye. I don't know what it will be, but I, I think that's what we're going to get. I don't know. Maybe maybe possibly we're looking at She-Hulk and Moon Knight in this time frame. I don't know. Um, I would say Moon is I think we're going to get I. <sighs> I apologize if I stepped on any toes. Uh, I think Moon Knight is most likely a possibility because I'm going to guess there may be a Moon Knight tie-in in credit wise to uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. To bring to bring him because I think after the events of this first season of Moon Knight, maybe he's going to Doctor Strange going, I need help. True. Type scenario. Mm -hmm. I think we may see She-Hulk. Uh, as well, because I think that's about ready to, to launch. Miss Marvel, I don't think we'll get until either summer. We won't get it until after um, Doctor Strange. Okay. And we probably may not get it to, until near the end of the year, considering uh, the Marvels have been pushed back to 2023. Yeah. And I think Miss Marvel is going to help set up the Marvels movie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, absolutely. So, if if that teaser trailer was any indication, um, granted we didn't see a lot in it, but we did see we did see what I would say are scenes that would be, fit into an origin story. Right. Right. So I would say probably you're going to see that series before you see the movie because this is going to set up in the movie so you don't have to go over the origin story there right and plus it does seem like moon knight is well obviously hawkeye is the most developed and as well as it should be because you know we're supposed to be like right around the corner from getting it right Uh, but moon knight seems to be more developed there seems to be more to the trailer Mm mm-hmm I mean, the She-Hulk trailer, we really didn't see a whole lot. No, not a whole lot, no. Um, It was mainly just teases and shots of somebody's butt. But, you know, with with the Moon Knight, we saw more scene development, I guess is the word I'm looking for, and that may not be the right term. So I think we're going to see Moon Knight next, and then maybe She-Hulk. Now, as for what that time frame is be, I 
I'd say anybody's guess. Uh, now, now, as for the other stuff, you know, like the the Agatha all the Agatha Harkness thing, the you know the Echo, I, the X Men ninety seven. X-Men 97, I think that's going to be a while. That, 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 they keep saying coming soon. And I would say that is, to me, soon is a 12 to 18 month window. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. I say, I, I think they're going to have trouble delivering on everything that they promised. Mm-hmm. Just because they promised so freaking much. Right. And, and my thought on the X-Men 97, that's either going to be a brilliant idea or it's going to fall totally flat. The, the reason being, I mean, it's supposed to be set, you know, like immediately after the original. Right. And I think they're bringing back the as much as they can of the original yes. uh, voice cast, too. Yes, yes, they are. I mean, they're tr- they're basically they're trying to make it. This is just the next season. Yeah, they're trying to pick up where everything left off. I don't know that that's necessarily a good idea. It's it's a better idea in animation than it is live action. See, mm-hmm. I can easily do that. I would have liked it to to have been sort of like what DC is doing and, and Bruce Tim with the new Batman series. Mm-hmm. Where it's um, it takes I think the new Batman series takes place pre Batman the animated series. Okay, I'm trying to remember because DC's fandom was so long ago, three weeks ago. Um, but it's supposed to be more adult oriented with subject matter and themes. Not you know, so it's going to be a little freer, maybe a little freer with language, whatnot. Its main focus is more adults than than kids. Well, I mean, the first season, was it the first couple of seasons of Batman the Animated Series was a Sunday, like, it was the early evening. Sunday evening uh, show for Fox, right? Was it Fox? It was. I think so. Yeah. See, I don't even remember watching it on uh, in the afternoons. I don't ever remember watching it on, the it prime, on our early primetime. It was originally set for primetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. the first couple of seasons, I mean, was not exactly kid fair. It wasn't. Now, once they brought in Robin. Yeah. Once they brought in Robin, it started sliding a little bit more kid friendlier. Right. Even, even though, even though that, even though Dick was high school, he wasn't college at that point. I think they had him more like high school. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, he was a kid at that point. Right. Right. Then once they brought in, then once they changed it to the adventures, uh, and and Robin. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Then it went full on kid because at that point, that version they had basically Tim Drake. That version of Tim Drake was really uh, Jason Todd, but you know, whatever. But that's another. That's that, that's a yeah, dis- distinguished competition. Yeah, there you go. So I don't. I, but I I can see X Men ninety seven being. I almost wish X Men ninety seven was the same way. We have the night. We had the nineteen ninety seven X Men series animated series. Hey, cool. This is a new series based around the characters and cast from the ninety seven series, but it's a whole new realm and not a continuation of that story. I would not. I, I don't. I don't know that a direct continuation is is a good idea. Now, if you want to say, okay, it's been X number of years, no pun intended, right. since the end of the last series, right? And you're starting, 
not necessarily starting fresh, but you're acknowledging that time has passed. Right. You know, that things have changed. It's just, it's, it's very hard to get back into a particular moment. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, you're, I'm if you're writing an essay. If you're writing an essay, you're, you're in the moment, you're in the groove, you are writing, okay. you're writing, you are, you're cranking this stuff out. It is a grade material and you get called away. Like your, your mom calls or something. And then you come back an hour later and it's kind of like, well, where was I? And then you start writing again, but it's, you've lost the momentum, right? You've lost, you're not in that same groove Mm-mm. and it can be very hard to get back into that same groove. And that's well, what I'm afraid if you're take if you're taking a series that that premiered, let's see, you know, 20, 20, 20 almost 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and you're trying to pick up, boom, right there. It's I mean, I know people that when when this announcement came out. They were only way I could describe it was over the moon. You know, uh, I mean that this this is a series that has a lot of love. It does, rightly so. But I, I'm with you, Eric. Like there there are certain moments where it's just catching lightning in a bottle, and I, you know, it, it's a matter of it, it's all a matter of timing. You know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the the thing a lot of the things had to line up for that series to catch fire the way it did. Right. Oh, uh, and and this sounds like it, it sounds like Disney slash Marvel trying to cash in on nostalgia, which I mean that's that's pretty much standard Disney playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, where and I'm going to use this. This is a very this may not be the best analogy, but it's the only one that I got, and I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Captain EO. Oh. Okay, Captain mm-hmm. EO, when it first came out, it was amazing. It was fantastic. It was it it, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. But the new wore off on it. Yes. And then people, you know, say, Hell, oh, we want something different. We want something different. And so you put Captain EO away. Then when Michael Jackson passes, there's this, oh, we gotta have Captain EO back. We gotta have Captain EO back. And so what did Disney do? It's like, okay, well, we'll give you Captain EO back. And people came back to it and realizing there was a reason that we kind of eh on it to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, nostalgia makes everything look better. But if you go back and and this is I, I used to love the, the show Jason of Star Command when I was a kid. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Cheese ball. I ate that stuff up when I was, you know, 10 years old and younger. Mm-hmm. I try to go back, look at it now. It's painful. It's painful. It's painful. It, it, it really is like you. And it's weird. There are some things that I can go back to that I watched when I was a kid and I, I'm fine with it. Uh, like in a weird way. Land of the Lost does that for me. Yes. Well, you and, and it holds the first time you watched it. Yeah. And I, I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe watching a show like Jason of Star Command or, or, or Space Academy. Yeah. It's all sci-fi and it's all, it feels all high tech and special effects. Right. But then you you watch it and it's like, oh, this is... Hey. I, I put a lot into it that just wasn't there. 
Yeah, see, I, that's why that's had, why Nastya can lie to you. Mm-hmm. See, maybe it's my brain lying to me. I love the original Land of Lost when they brought it back in the nineties. I think it was. Yeah, I loved it too. I didn't watch it. I, 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 had, I, no, I had no problems with that the movie. <laughs> well, I can give you two good reasons why you don't worry with the movie. The movie <laughs> had problems. <laughs> And feral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I I can't believe Sid and Marty Croft allowed the movie to happen. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I did not have a problem with the other with the second series because it was kind of a many years later continuation of the original mm-hmm. to some extent, and everything was cool. I was fine with that. Right. It was like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Yeah. All same franchise. One's a reboot. Many years later. Mm-hmm. Cool, love it, fine. So all Movie. that to say, I'm I'm skittish about X Men '97 just because it'll either keep that lightning in a bottle, or it'll be painfully obvious that you don't have that lightning back in the bottle. Right, right. Um, I'm looking at time code on my end. I know how we get with discussions, and whatnot. So I'm going to kind of speed us up. Okay. Top four takeaways of Disney Plus Day. Marvel edition. Number four. Eric, you start us off. Okay. Um, Hawkeye, the the clip that we, the extended clip that we got. I liked it. Almost wish I didn't see it. Well, no, where she has the exploding arrow. She uses the exploding arrow. I am extremely disappointed that that clip did not use the words splody arrow from the Hawkeye series that Ramon Perez was working on. Oh, with it. Because oh, okay, that, was okay. running, that was a running joke. Splody Arrow. We're so, not calling it that. So it's not the Matt Faction, David Aha series. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying that the one Ramon worked on. Oh, I, I think he, yeah, I think he did some art in that one. Some art. He may have been. Or, a co- or some covers? No, I know he did some interior art. I cannot remember okay. if he, he was doing writing for that as well or not. Okay, It's been a while since I looked at it. But that is my one big takeaway because I'm so, I am yearning to hear the words splody arrow. Okay. Kylan, your number four takeaway. Uh, the Ms. Marvel trailer, or at least teaser trailer. Yeah. It, it to me it did confirm that they are choosing not to spend the money on special effects for her stretchability that they are doing a green lantern like construct or a construct abilities with her i'm i'm okay with that i mean um so far in the mc so far in the mcu we have not had duplicate abilities right so the thing is, if if we're getting Reed Richards for a lot of people out there who may not, for whatever reason, fully know or understand or have forgotten about the Fantastic Four, if they look, if they're watching this and then they see, you no, know, they see Kamala Khan, you no, know, have have this ability to to stretch or embiggen, as she calls it in the comic. You know, what does it how? How would that, I don't know, would that cause confusion when all of a sudden we have Reed Richards who can do the same thing? I agree. I I think, um, I I think to have the uh, stretchability be on display before we get to Reed Richards would have been a no-no. 
or should be a no-no. I think the first time we see that should be with Reed Richards in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Right. Nothing says that with the Terrigen, maybe it starts off with Kamala as construct building, but as she continues the her power, it slowly seeps into, after the introduction of Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. it turns into the Embiggen power as she matures right. in age. Right. That's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, my biggest takeaway was Secret Invasion. And when I saw that set of green legs get out of the car, I immediately messaged Sharon, Sharon Blinn, uh, you in Secret Invasion? Um, I, I will actually read the, the exchange between the two of us. Please do. This should be good. So my exchange with her went like this. Uh, I said, so are you in Secret Invasion? Her reply, have you heard something about that? No, just saw the sizzle from Friday and was curious. Ah, do you have a link for for that? I would love to see what you saw. And then I sent her the links. It's been quiet since. (laughs) Oh, oh, either you are a freaking genius or she's having fun with you. I hope it's both. I hope so, too. Because I love Sharon. Yes, yes. She she is so, so much fun to talk to. And I would love to have her return to talk about Secret Invasion and maybe bring some co-stars with her if she's in the show. If that is not big firm. So I'm just going to reply back again. So dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So Secret Invasion. There we go. It may be a secret. She's in it and she can't say anything. Well, you know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But we have done. D- but can, chances are the the legs are supposedly from the from a uh, scroll queen that's supposed to be in the series. Okay, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? If we see Talos, we should have Soren. Amen. Absolutely. So, Number three. Back to you, Eric. Okay. Uh, where She Hulk is concerned, I am glad that we are getting more Professor Hulk in She Hulk because Professor Hulk was like one of my favorite iterations of the, well, definitely my favorite iteration of the Hulk in the comics um, because I just thought it was done so well. Um, I would like to see a little bit more comics accurate Professor Hulk here. Yeah. And by that, I mean one where he still got the rage and the anger. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but Mark Ruffalo's Professor Hulk is a little too chill. <laughs> I mean, in the comics, Professor Hulk, I mean, he had Banner's brain. He was he was a complete person at that point. I mean, no, no Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. But right. the Hulk's rage, it was still there. Yeah. It, it was still there. It was under control, but you still saw it. Right. You still, you knew it was there. I would like to see a little bit more in that because otherwise you, you've completely moved away from that's my secret captain. I'm always angry. Right. Right. So that is my takeaway. Number three. Thailand. Uh, Hawkeye. Um, now I, uh, cause I, I, I did read the entire, uh, I, I pretty much binged the entire Met Fraction series, um, not too long ago. And, uh, now this Hawkeye, there are some differences, uh, between MCU Hawkeye and comic Hawkeye. 
mm-hmm. if we're looking at timing of everything. But that being said, I was pleasantly surprised to see see certain things that were that are that were translated from the Fraction series to this show. Uh, I I'm I, I'm I. I I'm I'm on countdown. Like I'm already count on countdown for Thanksgiving holiday anyway. But you know, and I'm I'm gonna try and be happy that I'm that we're getting two um getting two series or two episodes once this drops. But just just that entire trailer alone um was yeah I I think I've seen all I need to see. I can't see them doing any more between now and then, but yeah, I think I've seen all I need to see now. And I'm not even going to go back and watch it again. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Uh, for me, big announcement that I loved animated Marvel zombies. Okay. That was something like, really? Because while I enjoyed the, that episode, despite the fact that Paul Rudd was maybe just a little too comedic for that episode. (laughs) Um, I've heard a lot of people say that it was not the, not the strongest of the episodes. I enjoyed it. Wait, a lot of people, but but I love the comics with the whole Marvel zombies story, but I love the comic series. So I'm curious to see how they take the comic series and bring it to, to Disney plus. Mm-hmm. You know, I I see that more as a prequel to the zombie episode. Yeah, yeah. I think eventually we'll catch up to the zombie episode and then go beyond as well, beyond how long it goes. Yeah, I think season one is going to lead up to the what if episode. Well, considering as the what if episode is pretty much the end of that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I don't know that you can go too far beyond it, right? Right. So so um. Number two. Okay, I am sticking with the She-Hulk series for just a moment um, because one thing that I really enjoyed about the She-Hulk comic series mm-hmm. is it it did not take itself too seriously. Right. Um, there was some fourth wall breaking. Mm-hmm. It um, it was very tongue in cheek. Right. I thought they have said there is fourth wall breaking on this as well. Okay. Now, now it has been pitched as a legal comedy. So I'm I'm hoping that it keeps that same tongue-in-cheek, fourth wall breaking vibe. Um, but another thing that I enjoyed out of this was that it was almost an endless string of cameos. Yes. I mean, you even had Death's Head showing up in the series. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just kind of like it, it was almost like the Batman villain of the week kind of thing. <laughs> I won't go so far as to call it theater of the absurd like the Batman TV show was, but it was still it was not dark, overbearing, you know, darkness, darkness, edge, edge kind of thing. Right. And I think that this could be it, this could have a similar feel to it in that you could see a lot of um, opportunities for cameos from the rest of the MCU. Right. True. I mean, I think I think Charlie Cox is also is already supposed to be on it at some point, uh, and that could just be the start of it. Right. I mean, you could you could have like Chris Hemsworth show up, and you know, it's like, oh, well, Thor needs legal advice. <laughs> I mean, it could be it could give us the cameo. Um, what's the word? The the the, the cameo 
satisfaction, the itch, the crave, I guess, mm, yeah. that we were expecting from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And I think that by keeping it very light, very you know, fourth wall, permeable kind of thing, I think you could do that. I think you could do that and pull it off more successfully. Mm-hmm. I would I would love that, um, especially especially if we were to look out and I don't know if if Jennifer Walters faces off against Matt Murdock or if they work together on a case or something. I don't know. I, I I'm just I, I'm needing I'm needing any reason to bring Matt Murdock back into the uh back into the fold right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're stuck with Hawkeye. Yes. With Eric. I'm sorry. For your number that two. Was, that was my number okay. two. All right. That was She Hulk. Island, your number two. My number two. My number two is just She Hulk. So uh you know, um I was a huge fan of the sen- sensational She Hulk series like Eric. Um I was curious about how the what iteration of She Hulk we were, we were going to get with this? Um, I'm I I'm I'm jazzed uh, to see what we have. I'm hoping it's like it's like Eric said. You know, I'm looking forward to cameos. I'm hoping for um I'm hoping for a lot of surprises. You know, um, also the real world legal ramifications of what it means to be a superhero. <laughs> You know, kind of would like to see that. Yeah, yeah. At least on at least the funny side of it, anyway. Yeah. Uh, for me, my number two takeaway from Disney Plus Day: mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> I want to see how because as we're recording, it's November eighteenth. November seventeenth is known as Life Day in Star Wars. A project that, uh, as we talked about earlier, something that George Lucas doesn't want around, but yet there's all this stuff. They celebrate Life Day at the parks at Galaxy's Edge. There, there was actual Life Day merch this year between Starbucks mugs and tumblers, a Chewy in a Life Day robe, Life Day orbs, etc. There's a Marvel Life Day one-off coming next week. Supposedly, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is supposed to be loosely based on uh, the concept of the Star Wars holiday special. At what point do we just make the Star Wars holiday special canon so we can enjoy it as part of canon like we're going to be enjoying the holiday, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special as part of canon? And what crazy events going to be something new that we're going to hear celebrated every year at... Avengers Academy or Avengers Campus over in Disneyland or even celebrated outside and around Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind at Epcot, especially going into Epcot's Festival of the Holidays. See how I worked all of that in there? I see how you... I'm just thinking if people are looking at this smartly, this could be a, a, a celebration that can continue into Festival of the Holidays. At Epcot or around Mission Breakout at Disney's California Adventure. Right. Just saying. Yeah, I I tried to, to keep track with all that, but my brain immediately went to the Osborne family spectacle dancing lights at Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Okay. Oh. Ouch. For life. Ouch. <laughs> my, 
my mind is a is a terrible playground of bad ideas at times. Yeah, sounds like it could be. But hey, I think we've all lived in that part of your mind for a little bit while being part of this show anyway, so you have my sincere apologies for that. We're not surprised. So, number 1. N- n- number 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 1. Somebody hit Tuesday uh, Thursday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like Tuesday, good grief. Um Okay, my number one takeaway. Hail Hydra. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number one takeaway. I am extremely pumped for Moon Knight. I think this is, this could very easily be the best of all the batch. Uh, mainly because of the psychological aspects, because you know people talk about how you know Moon Knight is oh it's just a Batman clone. No, no, because Bruce Wayne knows when he's Bruce Wayne and when he's Batman. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight does not necessarily know who's at the wheel. Mm-mm. I mean, there's so many different personalities that come to play. I mean, you know, Mark Spector's body is pretty much a, you know, a condo timeshare. <laughs> That's the way to put it. <laughs> but I mean, I, I love this idea because you don't, you kind of explored it a little bit with Legion. Right. But here, this is where the MCU takes a stab at this. Mm-hmm. And just the whole, the whole part where Oscar Isaac is saying, you know, I'm, I'm having trouble uh, telling the difference between my waking life and my dreams. And I, I'm telling you, the, there was some blink and you miss it reflection tricks. Mm-hmm. Like the the scene where he's in in the Egyptian museum and he looks into a display case, he sees two other reflections of himself. He moves on, the reflections don't. Mm-hmm. I was getting some very strong Evil Dead vibes off of that. I'm Moon Knight, and, and just just that whole part where you know he he come you know he he blinks and suddenly it's like you know what am I doing? Why are these people on the ground in front of me? Mm-hmm. I mean that that that. That just gives me the goosebumps because yeah. I want to see how you play this. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm hoping we don't get with Moon Knight what we did with Christian Bell. I'm Batman. Well, that Moon Knight, that Moon Knight doesn't do that. I know. I just hope they don't. <laughs> I hope because they felt that they felt he was he was a similarity to Batman that they don't go that route. Well, I mean, Oscar Isaac did. You do hear different versions of his voice in that trailer, right? Oh yeah, and I think each voice is. He's gonna go there. To mm-hmm. a, but not as not as extreme, I don't think. Each voice is a different personality. <laughs> he does go nuts. I mean, uh, see, it is is interesting how like, and Eric remembers this, like in or, or some of the earlier Moon Knight stories. I mean, like seventies and eighties stuff. He's. He almost changes at will, and they kind of work together. But what they've done now, it's like the residents have taken over the asylum. And I'm like, Eric, I'm like, uh, how are you guys going to play this? And this is the big, here's the thing. Bruce Wayne is, well, I'm trying to think. Bruce Wayne is always Batman. 
Bruce Wayne is sort of like his alter ego, but he's always Batman. Both are well aware. I mean, and Bruce, Bruce is just a mask for him. He's always Batman. But Moon Knight, Mark Spector, uh... Or I can't think of things now. There's four. Yes. There's Mr. Knight. There's there's Mark Spector. There's uh, Stephen Grant. Yes. And uh, the, the 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 taxi driver. Um, are and, you th- are you throwing Conchu into the mix too? Oh yeah. Well, see, well, he's kind of like bonus. He's he's kind of like the you know the buy four get one free. Yeah, yeah. Conchu, like I I always figured Conchu was in there. Now, and see, here's the other thing, because like there is one iteration of Moon Knight where his abilities are tied to the phases of the moon. Like yes. if it's a full moon, he's super powerful and he's going to beat you like nobody's business. But if it's a new moon. Yeah, he's he's not as strong. He's not as strong. But then they made it like, well, maybe this is all in his head. So, see, there there's a, a lot that they can do with this. And the thing is, me and Eric, we, we matched on our number one, too. So I kind of piggybacked on that. <laughs> So I, you know, um, having watched Oscar Isaac's, no, no film, like, like, you know, he would go through the training videos or or film his training and you would see these sequences and stuff. You're like, okay, wow. All right. This is awesome. This is great. And, And I'm like. It it's just the fight scenes alone. I'm thinking. I'm hoping that we're going to get a hallway scene. I miss the hallway scenes. That was the thing I looked forward to in Daredevil. Well, all the Netflix shows. There was always a hallway scene. So I'm hoping that we get that. Okay. So both of y'all, number one, Moon Knight. Yep. yep. My number one, mm-hmm. Echo. I want to see what they do mm-hmm. with this character coming that's spinning off from Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. It was a character originally created during the Daredevil comics. Mm-hmm. Is being played by a deaf actress. So I'm curious to see how they go with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to it to, to see her abilities come on screen. I'm, you know, and I, I, I like that character and I was, I was pleasantly surprised that we're, that, uh, the characters getting a series. Um, maybe I kind of feel like, uh, they're starting to fill out their street level a little more now, yep. you know, biggest disappointment from Disney plus from Disney plus. Day. Ooh, I wasn't prepared for that one. You want me to lead it off? Sure. Spider-Man freshman year. I can see that. It's an animated series following Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man. He hasn't even been bit yet. I thought it was going to be fresh. When it said freshman year, I thought it was him in college. I know I don't, I don't need to follow up with Peter Parker pre Spider-Man. I know what that story is. Yeah, freshman oh. year of high school. So remember, he is a freshman in high school. I don't even think we get him as a senior. Do we get him as a senior in the movies? It's kind of hard to tell. But, uh, but in the comics, you, or in the in the small snippet we see when that tears, when we see him, yeah, freshman in high school, freshman year, yeah, pre pre bite, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just sorry, no. Peter Parker pre bite. I, I don't. You don't have a. You don't have a a pull for that. No. no. I just. Not it's almost like trying to do Spidey kids. Yeah. Mm, oh, good. No. Yep. 
I would, I would, I'm going to double down on something I said earlier, the amount of stuff that they have promised. Okay. That's the biggest disappointment. Just the biggest disappointment. And this is going to, this sounds so weird to say it now that I've said it, but that ties into my disbelief that, that Disney slash Marvel can pull it all off. It's going to be difficult. So I guess I can say it's a looming sense of disappointment, a looming sense of impending disappointment. Yeah. Kyle? No daredevil. I don't know. There was this part of me is hoping I was going to see something that was a, a, either daredevil, Luke Cage, Daughters of the Dragon, something, something from the Netflix shows. I, I, I was hoping for something of that, just a, a little surprise. And I didn't, you know, and then that's more hopeful thinking on my part. So. I was just setting myself up for that one. Um, While we got some time, how about our top two takeaways from the Spider-Man trailer? Number two. Who wants to go first? I went first on the others. Colin, when you want to take it first. I I got it. Uh, So my number two is Doc Ock doesn't know Peter. That is, that is, I did notice that. That is, it's kind of like where he rips off, where the, the mask comes away. He goes, you're not Parker. Right. I mean, that's not the Peter. He was expecting Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. So, yeah, I like that. Eric, your number two takeaway from the show or from okay. the trailer. Um, all right. This is something that I was, it, I, I've started, I've started doing like, uh, some YouTubers and I've started watching trailers at quarter speed now. And I noticed that one of you know, the car that gets flung directly at the camera, uh, has a license plate that says ASM 8183. Now the ASM logically could stand for amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. There was an issue of amazing Spider-Man that almost came out on August 1st. 83. It was actually August 2nd, 83. That was number 246. And that is basically a bonus issue of what if, because you have the watcher uh, basically narrating and you you look in on daydreams of, of several characters. I uh, watcher states that not only can he view alternate realities that exist in the multiverse, but the realities of thoughts and minds. He goes on to say, there are worlds beyond even those which exist in this reality and the next. Worlds not of energy and matter, but of thought and mind. So basically, this episode, this issue is basically just one long dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And that makes me wonder, what if none of this in the movie is real? Okay. Uh-oh. Interesting. Yeah. What if this what what if this is not just a dream but a nightmare? And I use that word deliberately. Oh if it's a nightmare and if this is not like leading directly into multiverse of madness. Oh man. It's a possibility. That's also my Eric this week. Eric, if I swear, if this is what happens, I'm I'm like you're you're freaking genius for your decade, dude. I'm I'm serious. I just I I don't I I, I couldn't even. Wow, you know, that's a crazy fat crap outhouse rat crazy take. But golly, Bob Howdy, if this all just be like you know you know from Dallas, what's her name Ewing's. You know, Bobby's wife dreaming all this. You know how mad that made me. I, <laughs> I I'm sitting there like what? I'm sitting there like 
This dude died. You got a whole summer thinking he died. Everybody's all mad. And then it's a dream. But then Bob Newhart came back and a whole series I watched was a dream. Yes. That I thought was that was epic. But no, that was brilliant. But so, I, I, but I loved what Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. The alternate ending to it was going to go back to Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, my gosh. Ah. To where that was all a dream. <laughs> but, I mean, if this is all just playing out in Peter's head, I mean, good grief. Yeah. Uh, for me, my second takeaway, the new look of Electro. Mm-hmm. Kind of a nod to the comics, but kind of uh, kind of like a tech, tactical look to his costume as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I, I liked it. The black and gold there, which could explain then the how we get the black and gold uh, Spidey costume, the which I, I, magically buffed Spider-Man costume. Yeah, which I'm going to kind of jump the the gun over you guys. My number one. I love how everyone's talking about how oh we have the symbiote suit from Spider-Man Three. No, we don't. I think this is that gold, black and gold suit that's been hyped up in all the merch, yeah. and it looked cool. It did. So, uh, y'all's number one takeaway. See, I bought the hype, man. I called it the. To me, I thought it was the the black suit because of well. To go to go to go back to uh, the most recent Venom movie, I was thinking that how awesome would it be to have two Venoms? Basically, you got a decent Venom, a goodish ish Venom, and then a classic Venom. Yeah, because I mean that's what would have happened with that black suit. The black suit eventually resulted in becoming Venom. Right. So that's what I thought. I, I you know, I, I'm going to have to go back and look at it to see if that is the black and gold suit. Because to me, it looked like black suited Spider-Man. And I was thinking, you know, s- since we have five of the uh, Sinister Six, maybe number six would be this uh, black suited Venom. Huh? OK, my number one takeaway from this. Mm hmm. All right, we see Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin in this. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe is on the IMDb cast list, so we know he's going to be back as Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But guys, I'm telling you straight up, mm-hmm. there's more than one goblin. There is more than one goblin in this trailer. Don't we also see Harry's Hobgoblin in this trailer? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking because there's a shot where a goblin comes, you know, comes zooming in from like center screen down to bottom right corner. And he's unleashing like, you know, a a spray of goblin bombs. But that is not Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. That looks more like it's a different goblin wearing almost a hoodie. Mm -hmm. To me, it it almost looks like um, James Franco's. Yeah. Now, James Franco is not on the IMDb list. But I just, I got to ask myself, I got to wonder, is this Harry? Okay. Is, is this Harry coming to Tom Holland's defense? We have, if that's the case, we have a Sinister Six. Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, Sandman, Doc Ock, Electro, and Lizard. Lizard is in the in the poster. Yeah, yeah, he's in. It's in there. He's in there. But my thought is clearly they are setting Doc Ock up as Tom Holland's ally, or at least ah. a hostile. 
because of the scenes where he's where basically when he gives his name and they're snickering. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So ooh, well. And dude, I love how when you know, when when Ock just looks from one ki- from one kid to the other, mm-hmm. and and two of the arms track. I mean, it's almost like they're separate. He- they're additional heads just watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're tracking with his eye movement. So it's kind of like, oh yeah. I just that was just a little thing that I loved. Huh. See, now I gotta go back and look at that trailer again because I didn't. Okay, I'm, tell- yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. Watch it in quarter speed. Okay. Watch quarter speed. How doing this show and catching other YouTubers have ruined us in watching trailers. <laughs> oh, I watched it normal speed the first time around. I just go back and and uh, and watch it slow. Yeah. Well, they, they throw so much in there. It's like it's like Eric says. It, there, there's some blink and you miss it. You know, and then you're like, wait, what did I just see? Mm-hmm. So there we go. That was my number one takeaway. We got Harry. We got both Osborns in this. Yeah, I believe so. So any final thoughts, guys? I do have a final thought. Was it just me? Or are they adding a giant Captain America shield to the Statue of Liberty? Huh? What? It looked like they were adding a shield. I may have looked at this wrong. Oh, are you talking about in the uh, Spider-Man trailer? Spi- Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let me see. I am looking at it real quick right now. Um, let me see. So, Statue of Liberty, Statue of Liberty, where are you? Uh, Toward the end, it looks like I, I could be just totally imagining this. Uh, it's, geez. Wait, hold on. All right, he is on. Oh, dude, Eric, I think. Whoa, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's so dark. Wait. I mean, it could be like the crown around the head. No, a crown around the head. Oh, it looks. It looks to me like there's some kind of shield-looking addition they were they were trying to put on the Statue of Liberty. It, I, you know, I need it. I can't tell, dude. I mean, this. Okay, I'm trying to do this like frame by frame, and <laughs> and of course, dude, it looks like you may be right. How far into the trailer are we? Uh, about two minute mark, man. Slight pause. He jumps okay. off. At Lome. Yeah, yeah, because he he jumps off of the uh the crown and to the right. To his right, you see something that looks like a shield. Yes, it is Captain America's shield because it comes down. They're adding Captain America's shield to the Statue of Liberty. You're right, Eric. I mean, it just it, it just be- looks that way. I'm. There may be a completely alternative explanation for this, but I don't know. It just it's it's a giant shield. It is a giant shield. So I don't know if it's just if that's just supposed to be some type of temporary addition, but it looks like a cap shield being added to the Statue of Liberty. It's being done for Rogers the musical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or celebrating like, you know, his 100th birthday or something. Yeah. That's true. It's coming up, right? I, I guess. Uh, like 20 years. Then we just hit the 80th. Wait, wait a minute. No, I'm talking about in the, in the, in world. Yeah, I know. But oh, in, yeah. Was in Falcon and Winter Soldier, didn't Bucky say he was like 106? Yeah. Hmm. Could be. I mean, he could be, he could definitely be older than, 
than Steve. Yeah. Any other final thoughts? Mm, no, I'm all thought it out now. Then there's only one thing left to be said. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. Dark. <laughs>